And good morning to you, Tucson and all of Southern Arizona. Welcome live out of the Common Workspace Studios. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser on AM 1030 KVOI, The Voice, the in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. I'm your host, Zach Yenser, and welcome to uh, this Wednesday Eve show it's what we call Tuesdays around here. Now, we're always a day ahead. Not that we don't enjoy what we do here every day. But we're always a day ahead, except for Monday. Monday is a, uh, needs no introduction. But here on Tuesdays, we call it on the show Wednesday Eve. Happy Wednesday Eve to you, Matt, and to all of our listeners. Good morning. We're just hoping to keep it below the century mark today, Zach. That is a good goal. So I, think- I, I also, actually, I have, I, have a, I have a goal that's, I think, a little bit of lower-hanging fruit, Matt. Okay. Um, and that is, I found out today that wind and Palo Verde trees are not my friend. Really? <laughs> a lot I of know. people are finding that out, I think. <laughs> Big revelation. And most people are like, welcome to the club, Zach. But yeah, just wind in. And Palo- <laughs> yeah, wind and Palo Verde trees um, are, not my, are not my friend. So if you, uh, if you like my, my sexy, gravelly voice this morning, I can't promise uh, it'll be uh, here with me tomorrow, and that's probably uh, a good thing. But uh, let's, I'm okay with 100. Let's do a trade, Matt. I'll take 100 degrees, and I'll give somebody else the wind in the Palo Verde trees. How about that deal? I'm just wondering if you're going to keep some of those Palo Verde blossoms <laughs> to uh, work on to, to prepare your voice each day for the show. <laughs> Uh, you know how some people gargle and do vocal things to get their voice ready? I just uh, sniff in some of that Palo Verde pollen and hop on the air. That's all it takes. You know, Matt, I we think could, we are we perfecting. Could, we could capitalize this. We could monetize this, Zach. We, we could. I think you and I are perfecting the awkward weather talk. This is like that awkward, like, <laughs> you know, you. water cooler conversation in the office. I think we're perfecting it day by day. <laughs> well, there you go. We don't plan this, by the way. I just, I just wanted to tell you that Palo Verde trees in the wind is not my friend today. <laughs> oh man, you're not going to like Thursday. I'll just put it that way. Uh, that, that, you know what? That's valuable news. I'm glad our listeners got to <laughs> got to hear. Wait for Thursday. Oh man. Uh, so, so here's how you uh, can interrupt this awkward water cooler conversation Matt and I are having right now. Five two zero seven nine zero twenty forty. And uh, we'd love for you to call in. Uh, today is just you and me and Matt on the air here today on 1030 The Voice. I've got a lot to cover. And some of it is homework given to me uh, by a listener yesterday. So when you call in, when you email in, when you say, what about this? I take that as homework. Uh, I go do the research that I can in a 24-hour period, and I come back with it. So I'm excited to share a number of things that I think are really important to this region, uh, Tucson and overall. And I want to share that with you. And I'd love to have you call in, have a chat, have a conversation, um, and uh, and tell me what's up. Five two zero seven nine zero twenty forty. Matt, we had a listener, uh, I think, email in yesterday, and I was able to catch it during the show. I was talking with Sam Kamak, the uh, city government reporter for the Arizona Daily Star. And the question was, as we were talking about Proposition 411, uh, what does the city of Tucson do with its HERF dollars? I'll define that acronym a little bit later. Uh, but basically, uh, dollars that go up to the state and then come back. There's a whole math equation uh, that works that we get for transportation. What have we done with that in relation to keeping our roads up? So I took that to heart. I did uh, the research that I could do, and I'm here 
to report back. So that'll be a fun conversation as Proposition 411 is nearing uh, voting day on your ballot. In fact, if you're listening in the city of Tucson, you've probably already received your ballot. Uh, There's only one item on there. It's a continuation of a half cent sales tax. And by the way, uh, no matter how you feel about this, I love, call me, call me, tell me what you think. Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Uh, Matt, I also want to talk about, uh, this was actually written this way by the University of Arizona, shocking developments in Tucson's labor market. Uh, So we'll talk about that as well. I have a sneaking suspicion that's where it's going to stop. But if we need some extra content. I want to talk Elon Musk and Twitter a little bit. As always, I like to give you my personal um, uh, take on the issue uh, of the day, whatever that is, that maybe you wouldn't find somewhere else. I'd like to think, and maybe I don't, I don't know, uh, have a different uh, different take, uh, maybe a 30,000 foot take. And uh, I want to share that with you. Uh, I want to start, Matt, uh, with uh, Proposition 411 road funding, talk about HERF funding, but I don't want to stop in the middle. So now that we've gotten all of that stuff out of the way, let's go to our first break a little bit early. We'll do a longer second segment. We'll take your phone calls, 520-790-2040. We'll talk about road repair in the city of Tucson. What is the city of Tucson doing with its HERF funding, and uh, why can't that just fix neighborhood roads? I'll give you the my response by the numbers when we come back here on Tipping Point 1030 The Voice. CBS News at the top and bottom of every hour. 1030 The Voice. Trusted local news and talk. Why I love where I live. It's a brand and movement that began here in Tucson to spark gratitude and celebrate the good things about where we live. Located in the open air Mercado San Agustin Annex, just west of downtown, it's a great place to shop or spend time with friends as you enjoy food, drink, and other shopping options close by. Find gifts, toys, books, and clothes that will help you celebrate where you live. Visit them at the Annex off the I-10 at Cushing and Avenida del Convento. With preseason and the season opener in the books, FC Tucson is looking forward to a great season, and John Perlman and his squad aren't slowing down. Join your FC Tucson soccer club Saturday, April 30th, May 7th, and May 20th for Let's Go 520 night, celebrating this great city. Get your season or game tickets at fctucson.com, and let's pack Kino Stadium this season. That's fctucson.com. Tucson, your Tucson Museum of Art is pleased to present the Patrick Martinez Look What You Created exhibition and his first solo museum exhibition in the American Southwest. Los Angeles-based artist Patrick Martinez explores sites of personal, civic, and cultural law sustained over recent years in America. Opening just this month through April 24th, you can go see it in the Castor Family Wing of Latin American Art. TucsonMuseumOfArt.org to get your tickets now. In 1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. 
Tucson homeowners, do you have equity in your home and would like to sell but are afraid that you won't be able to find a new place in this market? Well, you're not alone. That's why CNC Partners has put together an innovative way to make your next home dream come true. They work with local investors who can purchase your home for cash, pay above market value, waive the appraisal, and provide you with the option to lease your home back to you for 12 months until you can find a new home in the Tucson market. If you'd like to see what that cash offer might look like with no obligation, go to Tucson Cash offer.com. Zach Yenzo here, and I'm so excited to be a part of the launch of the Little Love Burger as they're growing in Tucson. Located just a few hours down from the Rialto Theater, Little Love Burger serves up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. Little Love Burger is open Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10. You can follow their B on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson. Don't you want some burger to love? Zach Yenser here, host of Tipping Point, and I want to tell you that Decibel Coffee Works is the coffee we drink at home and while we're out and about. Run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community, you'll find a variety of great coffee drinks, beans, pastries, and more. There's also a rumor ice cream is on its way in 2022. To see their full menu and varieties of roasted beans from around the world, visit DecibelCoffeeWorks.com and visit them at 267 South Avenida del Convento. Mention you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, this is Tom Sullivan. Join me weeknights from 7 to 10 for The Tom Sullivan Show on 1030 KVOI, The Voice. And we're back, Tucson, and all of Southern Arizona here. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser. I'm your host, Zach Yenser. This segment is sponsored by Decibel Coffee Works, run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community. You'll find there a variety of great coffee, drinks, beans, pastries, and more. Ice cream, it's rumored, is on its way this year. I'm looking forward to that. You can go to decibelcoffeeworks.com, D-E-C-I-B-E-L, to see their full menu and varieties of roasted beans from around the world. Uh, if you are in the Tucson area, and I know most of you are, uh, you can visit their location at 267 South Avenida del Convento off the I-10 and Congress there. And the Zach Yenser rate family is growing. Mentioned you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser here for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. So yesterday we were talking with Sam Kamak about Proposition 411 in the city of Tucson, uh, which is going to be on the ballot in mid-May. You've probably already received that ballot if you live in the city of Tucson limits. It would continue a half-cent sales tax from the current Proposition 101, which expires in June. It's been a five-year run to focus solely on roads and road safety. By the way, uh, Proposition Four, uh, Proposition One Hundred One raised about two hundred fifty million dollars. One hundred fifty of that went to police and fire. Uh, only hundred million went to roads. Um, the police and fire component is out this time, although uh, both uh, the police union and the firefighters union support uh, Proposition 411. Uh, that would hope to raise about seven hundred forty million dollars over ten years. So continue half cent sales tax. 
Uh, it would be for not five years like last time, but for 10 years more. It would focus completely on neighborhood roads and road safety. 80% goes to neighborhood roads. 20% goes to road safety. That's the ask. Uh, and the need uh, is 85% of Tucson's neighborhood roads are in poor or failing condition. And uh, there's an estimated, you know, 650 to 700 million dollars needed uh, to fix just neighborhood roads, not arterials, not collectors, not main corridors, just neighborhood roads. Uh, and so I had a, uh, a listener message in and say, well, the city of Tucson gets HERF dollars, which are transportation specific dollars from the state of Arizona. What is the city of Tucson doing with that? So I dug in. I think the results are interesting. Uh, by the way, HERF dollars. It's, that's an acronym for a Highway User Revenue Fund. Uh, basically, the state of Arizona taxes motor fuels, collects fees, charges that are related to registering, operating motor vehicles on the public highways of the state. Um, there's this whole math equation. All those dollars go up to the state, and then they say Tucson gets this percentage, and then uh, it gets distributed to cities and towns. So more more there than we can get into here, but that is a piece of the pie, so to speak, of transportation dollars. Those are, it's called a special revenue fund when it gets to the city of Tucson. Uh, and in the 2020-2021 budget, which was the easiest, fastest budget I could find in the last 24 hours, uh, there was $44 million that the state of Arizona sent down to Tucson in the form of highway user revenue funds. Now, um, math is hard for me on the air. I learned early on not to do it. Uh, and it's even uh, more boring to read it out. So I will be quick, but this is important. And, and, I, and I know that, that, that uh, I say this because I think y'all would agree. We're kind of nerds about transportation uh, on this show, on this station. If there is a topic that gets people engaged more than transportation, I found a very small set of issues besides that. Uh, that gets us talking here. And you can call in, by the way, 520-790-2040. But let me read you out the very short list of where that $44 million go. Um, there are different programs within the Department of Transportation for the city of Tucson. Uh, 6.8 goes to management services. 4.6 million goes to engineering. 2.4 goes to planning. 0.8 goes to real estate. $22.8 million, so half of that fund goes to streets and traffic maintenance. Half of that goes to staffing. Half of that goes to the stuff you put in the potholes, for lack of better terms. $1.8 million goes to traffic engineering and maintenance, and $5 million that I could see, don't, don't quote me on this, uh, but there's a portion, a small portion of HERF that goes to uh, servicing bond debt on other transportation-related initiatives. All that combines to $44 million, uh, and as you can see, much of it goes to funding <clears throat> the 294 positions uh, that are funded at least. Uh, I don't know if they're all filled, but they are allocated in a recent City of Tucson budget. Uh, now, now again, this is this is the 2020-21 budget. So this is this is a year before the one we're currently in. Uh, but that 44 million is a good number. It doesn't swing hugely uh, that I have found either way. Although it has gone up a little bit year over year over year. So this is when I start doing the math, right? Because I think on the surface, um, the curiosity question, and it's a good one, 
is, well, either A, if Prop 411 doesn't pass in the city of Tucson, what happens? And in the first place, do we need it at all? And I will let you make the decision uh, on that today. Uh, but here's some other math. Um, I, hope you've had, I hope you've had your coffee. I'm drinking decibel coffee right now, as it turns out, uh, and I, I need it. Don't know about you. Proposition 411 will provide uh, about $70 million a year. Uh, 80% of that is going to go to just neighborhood roads with a promise that all neighborhood roads get repaired in 10 years. More on that maybe in a second. So I look at this math, and you can correct me, and please do your own research too. All the city of Tucson budgets are on the website. I don't have any secret information here. I just go on the website, I scan through 300 pages of a budget. It's less than that because I just look at transportation. It's all up there. Please, let's make this a conversation because if you're in the city of Tucson, this is an important vote for the next 10 years. And you can call me today if you have more information, 520-790-2040. But I just look at the basic math. I'm not good at math, but I feel like I got my hands on this one. Even if all the HERF dollars were used for just the stuff to pour into potholes, that's only, right, if all that $44 million we get from the state, all it went towards is the bags of stuff and the concrete that goes, or whatever, the asphalt that goes into the roads, that's still only 60%, 60 to 70% of what is needed over the next 10 years to fix Tucson's neighborhood roads. Some of those roads, by the way, friends, haven't been touched in 30 years. And I'm not, nobody is saying that's okay, but here we are. So even if you did that, then you still have to find $44 million to pay for a Department of Transportation to do the work in the first place. Here's a little bit more math. The budget for this upcoming year, per the city manager's latest memo to the city council, is expected to grow by about 10% from last year. That will create about $59 million extra in the budget. This would have to happen year over year over year for 10 years to just, to just try to self-fund the work that is long overdue. And I can tell you it's not happening. Why is it not happening? Because that is inflation-driven. We'll get into this in the next segment about uh, the economic numbers that are not positive for this region. But you can grow a city budget by having more people buy more stuff and more goods from more people. We are seeing the city of Tucson budget grow in large part because there is some of that happening, but the prices have increased. So when people buy something now because the price has increased, the percentage is higher that the city takes for its business privilege tax. So, so, so the city's team is saying, look, it'd be great if we grew 10% year over year like we did from this year to past year. We'd love to see the $60 million extra in the budget. We don't think it's going to happen. And I think they're right. Now, there are departments, by the way. I think this is a great example. Our Planning and Development Services Department uh, is about the third to a quarter the size of El Paso's and Albuquerque's. So when we say we need to make business easier, development needs to happen faster, we need faster permitting, we need lesser regulation. I'm not a government bloat guy, but friends, you need bodies and hands and guys and gals (laughs) to do the work. 
We simply don't have the people in PDSD to do the work. Now, I don't know. I don't know all the details about does the transportation department need 294 positions or not, but I'm telling you, there are departments within the city of Tucson that are underfunded, undermanned. I, I have not seen proof yet. By the way, please show me. This is this is not a dare. This is an ask. This is your public time here on the radio together to figure this stuff out. But there are departments within our city that are underfunded, undermanned. If you can show me bloat and waste and things that can be cut and bureaucracy that can be repositioned, please show me. I haven't seen the proof yet. So I, so I did this math. That's where the HERF dollars are going. And I just don't see a way, even if that entire $44 million came in and it went to the stuff that goes in roads, you wouldn't have a transportation department. You would need millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars coming to the city for the next 10 years to not fix you know all the roads, to, 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 to barely touch collectors and arterials. The city of Tucson is saying, we'll do that too. Nobody knows where or how much. Supposedly that's out of the general fund. We're talking just about the roads you pull out of your driveway on. I don't see the ability to backfill that in the next 10 or 15 years only through the general fund, only through HERF. To me, the math doesn't add up. And I'm not telling you how to vote for it today. I'm just telling you the math doesn't add up. If, if you want better roads over the next 10 or 15 years, it's not going to come from the city of Tucson's budget. We don't have the economy for it. We don't have the sales tax for it. We are 650 to $700 million in a hole. That is not going to get backfilled other than to extend, I think the math points to this, Proposition 101. And again, vote your conscience on it. I, I'm really just giving you fact. I'm not going to tell you how to vote for it today. But I appreciate the listener question that said, hey, there's this pot of money. What's the city doing with it? That's what they're doing with it. Right? And I can, we, we could say, well, instead of 294 positions, maybe we only need 220 positions. It's drips in the bucket. And I said to this listener too, I said, look, if you and I were in those seats, maybe we wouldn't be in a position where we haven't touched neighborhood roads in decades, where 85% of our neighborhood roads are in poor failing condition. But here we are. But here we are. So what do we do about it today? And when I add up the math, I don't know how you do it without continuing Proposition 101. And if you can find a way, someone should pay you six figures to be on city staff for the city of Tucson. And I'm not being, a, you know, I'm not being, you know, cheeky about it. I really mean that. So take a look at the budget. Let me know. I did my homework. Let me know what you think. If you're seeing the same things, if I completely off, we have half the show left. Give me a call. 520-790-2040. Uh, we're going to change topics unless you keep me here. You can keep me here. Give me a call. But hey, when we come back, uh, we'll talk about otherwise the shocking developments, not my words, the University of Arizona's words, and Tucson's labor market. Much of it is not great news, but we'll talk about it. 1030 The Voice, Tipping Point returns.
With preseason and the season opener in the books, FC Tucson is looking forward to a great season, and John Perlman and his squad aren't slowing down. Join your FC Tucson soccer club Saturday, April 30th, May 7th, and May 20th for Let's Go 520 night, celebrating this great city. Get your season or game tickets at fctucson.com and let's pack Kino Stadium this season. That's fctucson.com. In 1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. Tucson homeowners, do you have equity in your home and would like to sell but are afraid that you won't be able to find a new place in this market? Well, you're not alone. That's why CNC Partners has put together an innovative way to make your next home dream come true. They work with local investors who can purchase your home for cash, pay above market value, waive the appraisal, and provide you with the option to lease your home back to you for 12 months until you can find a new home in the Tucson market. If you'd like to see what that cash offer might look like with no obligation, go to Tucson Cash offer.com. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Helping you make better money decisions is what the Ramsey Show is all about. Today at 1 p.m. on 1030 The Voice. And we're back, Tucson and all of Southern Arizona. If you're just joining us here at the bottom of the hour, you're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser on AM 1030 KVY, the voice, daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. I am your host, Zach Yenser. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Little Love Burger. They opened downtown last fall, and I'm pleased to share they're doing really well Serving up the juiciest burgers, loaded hot dogs, ice cream milkshakes, local brews, and breakfast sandwiches. You can follow them on social media at Little Love Burger. And mention you heard about them here on Tipping Point with Zach Genser for a 15-1-5% discount off your next order. 5-2. Five, <clears throat> nope, there it is. There's, uh, there's that special gravelly radio voice courtesy of the wind and Palo Verde trees. It just happened. I knew it would at one point. <laughs> Matt and I discussed the top of the hour that we I am not friends with winds and Palo Verde trees. It does not do me any favor. 790-2040. Make sure you add 520 to that. Uh, that's a new change. Uh, to call in, give me a call. It's a open phone lines hour here on the program. We took a long segment, last segment, uh, where I reported on my homework from a listener when you call in or email in and uh, we have a dialogue and questions are asked i take that as homework and um, uh, the question i got yesterday uh, was the city gets a sizable amount of money in herf dollars transportation dollars from the state of arizona what are we doing with that what are what 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 do we do with that and uh, why can't we use that to repair neighborhood roads so i dug into that on just the math and I broke down last segment how much we get, where it goes, uh, and how it adds up to the need uh, to repair neighborhood roads in Tucson that in some cases haven't been touched um, for decades. I didn't tell you how to vote, um, but I gave you some information that I think 
um, might be valuable in your consideration process ahead of, I think it's May 17th. But I want to completely move on here uh, and talk about, um, I think I promised this yesterday, I want to talk about what the University of Arizona wrote and described as shocking uh, developments in Tucson's labor market. And uh, again, I thought that was interesting language to come out of a university uh, publication, but uh, the research is courtesy of our friend George Hammond, economist at the University of Arizona. Uh, And I think this honestly ties back into our conversation as well. And I say this on the show, uh, but municipal budgets can grow and not just by federal dollars. Uh, municipal budgets can grow. Ta- cities and towns budgets can grow. Um, ours in Tucson, I think, is not necessarily on a path of growth. The pandemic delivered a huge shock to the Tucson labor market, reports the University of Arizona. Uh, we lost 45,000 jobs and change between February and April 2020. Um, you know, when the lockdowns began and all of that. As of March 2022, so this is as of last month, this is the most recent data that we have. Tucson has added back a little shy of $38,000 of uh, 38,000, 38,000 of those jobs for a replacement rate of 83.1%. And I've talked about this number on the show. It's basically you were here jobs before the pandemic, you dropped to these jobs. Uh, uh, in April of 2020, where are you now? Uh, that number is still below the replacement rate for the nation, the state, and all metropolitan areas in Arizona except Sierra Vista. And look, I say this good-naturedly uh, to all of our friends from Flagstaff. Listen, I hate losing to Flagstaff. Tucson should not be losing to Flagstaff. Right, population and economy-wise, it goes it goes Phoenix, Tucson, Flagstaff. the The replacement rate for our jobs is still lagging in the nation, the state, and all metro areas. Tucson's job recovery rate also falls near the bottom of the pack when compared to peer metros in the West. You've seen that probably on the map dashboard we've talked about on the show before. Ahead of only Portland. Job recovery is varied across industries, professional business services, government, leisure, hospitality, slowest to recover, trade, transportation, utilities has gained over 7,500 jobs over their pre-pandemic peak. And even then, we are still lagging our pre-pandemic job levels, which lags the state, which lags the region, which lags the, the, the nation. And look, I hate to be bear, a bearer of bad news. It's not my intent, but it is what it is. The, the numbers are there couple more couple more numbers and we'll go we'll go to the phone lines uh 520-790-2040 tucson's total non-farm employment grew by 1.6 in 2021 this was an improvement over the 4.5 percent decline from covid but it pales university of arizona's words not mine pales in comparison to the nation and most peer western metros Here's one that I think is particularly interesting and harmful and frustrating for Tucson. You ready for this one? Just as the nation posted strong employment growth between 2020 and 2021, the median in the nation, the median occupational wage also showed strong growth, increasing by over 9% in 2020 
In general, if you live in the U.S. of A., you saw your wages, uh, uh, the median occupational wage, increased by over 9% in the nation. Now, the real wage is down, I think, about 2%, uh, because as wages have gone up, so have prices. They've outpaced wages, and so you're getting paid more in your paycheck, but it doesn't feel like it because you're paying more for goods and services. Again, not my opinion, just the numbers. Get this, friends. Tucsonans. In the labor market, we're not so fortunate. Wages declined by over 2%. This was also true in all of Arizona, by the way. Statewide, the median occupational wage also declined. If you were in the food or serving occupation, you saw a 10% uh, increase nationally, statewide, and in Tucson. But otherwise, you're seeing wages declining by just over 2%. I mean, I mean this is just, this is not good news for the near future. I'll get into what it means in a second, but I know we have uh, we have some folks calling in. Matt, let's go to Chuck first on the line. Chuck, thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting a sec. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Good morning, Zach. Yes, Zach. Uh, the the HERF funds, uh, I think there's another pot of gold that the city received that you didn't talk about that goes along with HERF funds, and that's the VLP tax your registration and license fees. That also comes back to the city of Tucson. And it's not a small number, I know that. I can't remember the figure exactly what it is. But that also comes back to the city of Tucson. So uh, that should be figured in with that also. And uh, one other point I'd like to make uh, about 411, uh, you refer to it as a continuation tax. I think it's a blunt, brand new tax. This is not a continuation because the current half cent tax is expires on 30 June of this year. So therefore, the new tax starts on the you know the day after that. So that that's a small point I realize, mm-hmm. but the city makes a big big point about the fact that this is not a new tax. Well, it certainly is a new tax. That's all I got to say. Chuck, I appreciate the call, and I will. Uh, you've given me another piece of homework. I'm looking here at ADOT's definition of highway user revenue fund, and it says these collections include gasoline and use fuel tax, motor carrier taxes, vehicle license tax, so the VLT motor vehicle registration fees, and other miscellaneous fees. So my homework will be, is this separate of HERF? Or it sounds here like it all gets kind of dumped into one pot, and then it's called a HERF fund, and that's what gets distributed to cities and towns. But I will check on that because I don't know 100% um, 100% for sure. And yeah, Chuck, I think your point is well taken too, is, is uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of semantics. Um, but technically the, the, the tax would end June otherwise. And then you're right. The city says a continuation because it's something that's already, you've already been paying, I think three bucks a month for the last five years. And they're saying, we're not going to raise that percentage, uh, that half cent sales tax. We're just going to continue it for, for 10 more years. So great call, Chuck. I appreciate it. And, uh, I will, I will report back on, uh, on that, on that piece of homework. So, uh, on the uh, and please keep calling five two zero seven nine zero twenty forty. We can keep bouncing back and forth uh, between between these topics. Uh, but by the data, what what does what does this mean? Uh, to me, this presents um, a a community 
that is not built for growth. And I don't mean population growth. I mean growth in terms of the normal people's scorecard. It's what I call it until someone tells me it's a bad name and change it. I call it the normal people's scorecard. Can you afford the cost of living on the wages of a good-paying job near good schools, good parks, good roads, and safe neighborhoods? Everything else sits on that foundation. Uh, any, any passion issues, uh, any topics of interest, none of it matters in the long term unless that foundation is strong. Here, this is from a different report, but I, I found this, and, and I knew this, but when it was phrased this way, it shocked me. The average median income in the U.S. is $60,000 and change. Y'all, that is for, almost 45% more than the median household income in Tucson. And, and this is even compared to places like Pittsburgh, where the cost of housing is, quote-unquote, affordable. The average median income in the U.S. is 45% higher than the median household income in Tucson. Median being half make more and half make less. I, I, I mean, th- we, 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 we are not built as an environment for a place where our citizens can afford to live here, are making good wages, uh, and live in a community that has the dollars other than Prop 411s. To, to maintain parks and schools and roads and safe neighborhoods. And oh, by the way, when all that happens, guess what grows? Your budget. We talk about growth in terms of people moving in and people coming here. I'm talking about a different kind of growth. I'm talking about individual family and community growth. The, the ability to actually make a go of it here. And by the way, when individuals can make a go of it here, I'll say it again, the city budget grows. The resources come in to solve more problems and, uh, and, and to have special projects happening on the side as well. But, but these numbers do not point to an economic and community environment that is built for the good of the people who live here. And I got to tell you, it's frustrating to look at the most recent neighborhood and poverty stress report from the city of Tucson. Without telling you where they are, you know which wards in this city have the most poverty and the least income, and it's getting worse. I'm going to go to break on this. Uh, we'll come back and take uh, and take some more calls. The um, uh, there was a report. Uh, I'll make this really quick, Matt. There was a report that said Arizona has the best economic output, the best economicness. I'm short for words today, of any state in the union. Yay, Arizona. We're all Arizonans. We should applaud that. I want it so badly to repost and say asterisk Phoenix. Come on, y'all. Let's be honest with ourselves. Arizona as a whole is not seeing uh, economic boom. I mean, certainly we're not seeing it here. We can't even replace as many jobs as Flagstaff. Look, my passion here is, is not to poke people in the eye. It is to say... By the numbers, we are not built for a future of opportunity and mobility. And we have to change course because the numbers show our weaknesses. Let's go to our final break of the hour. When we come back, we'll take your phone calls if I can get to it. And I just have a hunch I won't, which is totally okay. I have some 30,000 foot uh, thoughts 
on Elon Musk and Twitter, if we get to it. But I'm happy to take your calls on the other stuff we've been talking about. We'll do that on the other side. 520-790-2040. Tipping Point with Zach Yenser returns in just a minute. Local and national politics. The issues that matter to you. 1030 The Voice. Tucson's trusted local news and talk. We have exciting news to share here at Impact of Southern Arizona. We have expanded our food bank into a grocery shopping style experience where over 500 families a month come in for food, clothing, and support. Now, Impact needs you. Can you or your business put on a food drive for food and hygiene items that others would normally go without? Learn more and contact us at www.impactsoaz.org. Why I love where I live. It's a brand and movement that began here in Tucson to spark gratitude and celebrate the good things about where we live. Located in the open air Mercado San Agustin Annex, just west of downtown, it's a great place to shop or spend time with friends as you enjoy food, drink, and other shopping options close by. Find gifts, toys, books, and clothes that will help you celebrate where you live. Visit them at the Annex off the I-10 at Cushing and Avenida del Convento. Tucson, your Tucson Museum of Art is pleased to present the Patrick Martinez Look What You Created exhibition and his first solo museum exhibition in the American Southwest. Los Angeles-based artist Patrick Martinez explores sites of personal, civic, and cultural loss sustained over recent years in America. Opening just this month through April 24th, you can go see it in the Castor Family Wing of Latin American Art. TucsonMuseumOfArt.org to get your tickets now. Zach Yenser here, host of Tipping Point, and I want to tell you that Decibel Coffee Works is the coffee we drink at home and while we're out and about. Run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community, you'll find a variety of great coffee drinks, beans, pastries, and more. There's also a rumor ice cream is on its way in 2022. To see their full menu and varieties of roasted beans from around the world, visit DecibelCoffeeWorks.com and visit them at 267 South Avenida del Convento. Mention you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. The economy is moving forward, and Arizona businesses are looking at new opportunities and challenges as we emerge from COVID-19. Leading companies are planning how to respond to new business and rebuild their teams and are looking for critical talent now. The right talent in key positions will make all the difference, and having a trusted and dedicated talent acquisition partner will give you an edge. Devin and her team at Talent Store will connect you with top talent while positively impacting time to hire, retention, and your employer brand. Learn more by visiting yourtalentstore.com and schedule time with Devin and her team. With preseason and the season opener in the books, FC Tucson is looking forward to a great season, and John Perlman and his squad aren't slowing down. Join your FC Tucson soccer club Saturday, April 30th, May 7th, and May 20th for Let's Go 520 night, celebrating this great city. Get your season or game tickets at fctucson.com, and let's pack Kino Stadium this season. That's fctucson.com. Zach Yenzo here, and I'm so excited to be a part of the launch of the Little Love Burger as they're growing in Tucson. Located just a few hours down 
from the Rialto Theater. Little Love Burger serves up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. Little Love Burger is open Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10. You can follow their bee on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson. Don't you want some burger to love? This is Bill Buckmaster, the chair-elect of the Arizona Border Regents at noon on 1030, Tucson's voice for trusted news talk. Tucson and all the Southern Arizona live here out of the Common Workspace Studios for Tipping Point with Zach Yenser. And uh, this hour has been fueled uh, in no small way by Decibel Coffee Works, which is the coffee that I drink at home and drink out and about. You can see their full menu and varieties at Decibel, spelled D-E-C-I-B-E-L, coffeeworks, one word, dot com. Uh, or at their location at 267 South Avenida del Convento. Mention you heard about them when you go there in person uh, on Tipping Point here with Zach Cancer for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. And if you want to max the Zach Yenser rate, do that before or after your 15% discount at Little Love Burger by being a listener here of the program. They're both downtown, as it happens. I'm seeing Was a progressive meant? lunch uh, happening I, soon I, here, Zach. I, I, I think so. They, they, it wasn't intentional. They're both downtown, but they are very close to each other. You could even walk or streetcar if you're inclined or certainly drive back and forth, but a uh, little uh, progressive visit to to downtown uh, and uh, some special discounts from our friends and our, and our partners there along the way. Uh, let's go to our phone lines. Uh, Sergio has been waiting patiently. Sergio, thanks for waiting over the break and for calling in. You're live and on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Zach. So I was hearing you talk about the HERF funds and how much we've gotten and how much that the city is saying it's not enough. But between Pima County and the city of Tucson, over the last 12 years, even when the economy and the recession, they got over a billion dollars combined to, to maintain the city's roads and the county's roads. It took Pima County to lose two massive bonds in the last 10 years for them to finally realize they had to pay to fix these roads in this community. And I can at least say that the PAYGO program has actually shown some amazing uh, results of actually seeing roads repaved in bigger chunks of this county. But again, this is the, this is the antithesis of this community. It is small issues, not big picture, and are misspent priorities of this community because I think only about four years, two years before the recession, we or two years before the COVID, we got our recession employment back because that's how long it took us to recover from the recession, almost 10 years. Now we're back to square one. It's going to take us another 10 years if our priorities do not change because that is the way this community seems to be going. Sergio, I, I appreciate the call. And, and, and I want to be clear too is that, uh, you know, I think we have surrounding municipalities. Uh, Moran is one that I think of 
that has uh, put a program in place where it maintains roads and maintains roads correctly um, uh, as you go. They are, the, in many cases, the original pay-as-you-go. I'm just painting a picture here um, uh, on the air. And I think that's what cities should be doing. Um, and I've talked a lot about on this show that when people make decisions to come or stay in this community, uh, because this is a nationwide thing, uh, quality infrastructure is one of those things. So. Uh, I'm not saying that, uh, that 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 proposition for 11 is or should be um, a pass. And to the city of Tucson's credit, because I want to give credit where credit's due, and I've done it many times on the show. Like Pima County, uh, the city of Tucson made kind of a historic uh, uh, um, uh, thing last year, where they committed 14 million dollars from the general fund. Uh, to give each ward $2 million to do local road repair. That has traditionally come from that HERF bucket, that uh, uh, $22 million um, that goes to streets and road maintenance. And I think that that needs to be continued. And if there's any money out of the general fund left over, it needs to be going to roads. That needs to be continued. So, Sergio, I think by and large, I think you and I are on the same page. I completely agree. Um, I just don't know how otherwise, looking at how the HERF dollars are in, and even if we spend all of it on roads, $650 million to $700 million is a deep hole. It's a hole we should have never been in. But I don't know how we move forward from today without continuing Prop 101. Do you have any thoughts? I think I still hear you on the line. I'm still here, Zach. And the thing is, with Prop 411, the, the that money is going to be switched from. It's no longer project. That's my biggest concern now. The old project was 50% public safety, 50% roads and arterials. Now it is a vague local streets. There needs to be more accountability when it comes to the city of Tucson and these projects because otherwise you're going to end up with an RTA situation of all this money and all these projects. Did you plan for inflation? Did you plan for what these people were going to want? Did you plan for the projects? If you don't get those, people are are going to not trust the city anymore as they barely are going to. You don't even know, and we don't even know, if the city is going to pass this in the next, uh, I don't know, three weeks, two weeks? Right. Sergio, a great call and a great great follow up. Thanks for thanks for hanging on. And and I will say one of the biggest things. I ultimately, to me, this was my personal opinion. I ultimately got enough answers to where I was like, okay. Um, but you can see there's a website Tucson Delivers something like that. Just search Tucson Delivers. There's a website that shows how much has been spent on roads for 101, what roads, and what the progress is. And I certainly shared a concern of a lot of people. I ultimately felt better after I dug into it for a while. Uh, but there's only 30% of dollars spent, 30 to 40, and 30 to 40% of roads from 101. Um, and there's a bond accountability group and blah, blah, blah. But Sergio, I think it's a great point. We need to stay on the city as well as any other jurisdiction, whether it's 101 or 411. Is is this going to happen? Is inflation going to impact it? Uh, this is not a pass. And I'm certainly not saying on the radio today, there's nothing to see here. Look away, guys. I think there's plenty of reasons to be uh, to be saying, hey, we need to keep accountability on, on this stuff. And uh, I think, Sergio, you're right. There's some areas where the city could and should be and hopefully will be if it passes a lot more clear on it's this much in this ward. We had a caller yesterday say, does the city know how it's going to track how much each ward gets? There's not really a plan. 
as as I understood. I'm sure that will come into play should 411 pass. But Sergio, uh, again, really great call. All of our callers today, I really um, I really appreciate. And you can shoot me an email, zyenser at gmail.com. We can continue this conversation um, off the air. Well, I knew it. I made a bet with myself. I wasn't going to get to Elon Musk and Twitter, and that is totally okay. I'd much rather talk local stuff. We'll get to it later in the week. That does it for us today. When we return tomorrow, uh, we'll talk with Pastor Jeff Loxton, our faith and culture contributor. Ruben Navarrete is the most widely read Latino columnist in the country. He'll be with us as well. Uh, Hugh Hewitt's up next today, Bill Buckmaster at noon. You can catch us on the podcast, Tipping Point, with Zach Yenser, where you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, Tucson. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay safe out there.